Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. This episode is an excerpt from Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success by Kate Krakow. Published by Baker Books, a division of Baker Publishing Group. Copyright 2020 and used by permission. Welcome to episode 132 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week we are back for a reading and conversation around chapter and line number eight of the Thinking Like a Boss book. Again, if you have not gotten your book yet, make sure you go on over to your bookstore, get yourself a copy of Thinking Like a Boss, get one for a friend, and even check out the workbook too. The workbook is only available on Amazon, um, but you can bundle them both on Amazon and get them at the same time. So this week, we're going to be talking about the lie of needing to have your friends and family on board in order to succeed. So let's just dive in and get started. All right, episode 132, I need to have my friends and family on board. It was a cold, sunny December day in Manhattan. Christmas music and the warm smell of chestnuts and hot pretzels filled the air of Rockefeller Center. I was en route to Radio City Music Hall to see the Rockettes with my family to celebrate my dad's birthday. It was exactly one year since I had left my 9 to 5 to run my own business full-time. Our first stop was Bouchon Bakery to get some warm drinks and sweets. Sounds like a picture-perfect day, right? So pause for a second. I can still envision this exact moment playing out. It feels like it was yesterday, but it also feels like a lifetime ago. And all I can say is, boy, am I craving some Bouchon Bakery. I've not had Bouchon Bakery since this story, which was back in, I believe this, yeah, this was December of 2015. December of 2015 is when this story took place. It has been many years. I need to somehow find out how I can get myself some Bouchon. All right, back to the story. Except it looked a little bit more like this. I was utterly exhausted from staying up way too late the night before working on my newly birthed second business. I was burnt out and on the verge of tears. Guys, when you say on the verge of tears, like I was ready to snap at any second. I was so overly worked that I was at that point where like you almost feel like you can't even stand up, like you're almost delirious. Yeah, that's how much I was working in my business to try to be, quote unquote, successful year one. I was burned out and on the verge of tears. My family was having a jolly good time as we strolled by the shops while I was trailing three feet behind glued to my phone. 
Kate, can't you just put your phone away for 10 minutes? These words had been said to me in the past, and now they played on repeat in my mind. My feelings of guilt were sky high, but part of me also churned with resentment. I kept thinking to myself, you guys don't get it. You don't own an online business, and you don't understand the the demands of entrepreneurship. I wanted to scream. Rather than yearning to be present and in the moment with my family, I felt angry, frustrated, and misunderstood. Most of all, I wanted to leave so that I could get work done. This was the day I began building walls around non-entrepreneurial people in my life. Before becoming an entrepreneur, business owners close to me would voice similar feelings, and I always thought I was helping by offering my two cents. When I noticed entrepreneurial friends working around the clock, I jumped in and lovingly encouraged them to turn off, set better boundaries, hire an assistant, or even get more organized. I couldn't comprehend how they could be so powerless over their time when, in fact, they were their own boss. Didn't people leave the corporate world so they could create margin and no longer answer to a boss? I used to think they were doing it to themselves for some odd reason. I began noticing that if I said anything to help, they would become defensive, frustrated, and eventually close themselves off from discussing business around me. Through that experience and then the insight I gained as a business owner myself, I learned two things, both of which we will dive into in this chapter. First, no one but you can fully understand or care to understand the demands of your business. And this is true for anything in life. There is no one but you who can fully comprehend what you are going through. This is true whether it's your business, your health, the loss of a relationship, the loss of a loved one, financial issues, or any other area of your life. Others can show empathy and compassion for what you're facing, but no one has walked in your shoes. And second, I learned that you actually don't need anyone to fully understand your circumstances in order to be successful. You may think the friend who worked for a small local business would get the hustle and what it's like to be on 24-7, but maybe they don't. You can be successful even without understanding or validation from others. We all want to be seen, heard, and understood by those around us. But when it comes right down to it, no one in your life will truly understand what your business requires except for you and that is okay. This may sound lonely or discouraging, but it doesn't have to be. In fact, leaning into the fact that others can't fully understand your entrepreneurial path and they don't have to can help you experience freedom for yourself and grace toward others, something that will benefit all of you. All right. This one is a fun conversation. Um, Let's just say something that I have learned, and I've heard many people say quotes similar to this, is that no one is going to believe in your dream as much as you do, period. That's it. Only you can see the full picture. Only you can see that vision. And if you are waiting around expecting others to fully understand and fully see it, and have that same ambition, you will be waiting forever. All right? Here is how you get people on board with your dreams. You first believe in the dream yourself. And you first have to be willing 
to do whatever it takes to make this dream happen without the validation of others. Once you can get past that lie and you can go and make this dream happen without any validation, then other people start catching on. That's how you get people on board with your dreams, is you taking action, you not needing any validation, and you just showing them, look, this is what I'm doing. Something else I want to say about us having that desire for others to understand us. There's this other side of it where we start our businesses and we sort of like create these self-fulfilling prophecies. I mean, at least I have and I've seen it in clients I've worked with. I'm not sure about you, but you just expect everyone else to not be on board or you expect everyone else to not understand. And because of that, you sort of push other people away and you don't even allow the conversations to happen. You just sort of put this wall up and become defensive even before they can try. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I wanna introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. And then something else that I see often is because you've already have that sort of self-fulfilling prophecy, that vision in your mind of what it looks like, when people do comment and try to understand and have a conversation with you, you become really defensive. And I can remember being here. And rather than taking the time to educate your friends, your family, your colleagues on what it is you're doing and what your dream is, 
you just sort of shut them out and shut down the conversation and, again, become defensive. Um, and I think it's really important that there's there's this fine line, right? Like we don't want to have to prove ourselves um, and spend all this time educating people all the time about every little intricacy of our business. However, I think it's important that we do share with them a little bit. So if they really want to understand and learn, they can. So here's an example. I remember when I first um, started to like People started to notice my online business and that it was becoming becoming successful. They would say things like, wow, that must be really nice that like you don't have to be at your nine to five anymore and you get to just sit on the couch and play on your phone and just hang out and talk to people all day. And it would majorly piss me off. You have no idea. They're There's very few things in life that like really get under my skin, but as an Enneagram 3, when you think that people perceive you as lazy or just things being super easy for you, it gets under your skin. It really gets under your skin. So I would want to become so defensive. And what I would realize is that's their view. That's what they see. And that's okay. And they don't see everything that goes in to this business behind the scenes. They don't see all of the content that you're writing and the team meetings you're having and the client calls and the emails and the marketing and all that stuff. They just see what they see. And it's funny because the other day at dance, I I brought the girls to dance and I was having a conversation with one of the moms there who um, does like some lifestyle stuff on Instagram. And we were talking about um, just being connected to our phones. And I was saying to her, yeah, like I'm really not on my phone that much, to be honest. Um, Like I'm on it when I'm working. But other than that, I'm really not, even though it looks like I'm always on my phone because we're constantly putting content out there. Um, I was like, I'm not the one who's posting it. I have a team who posts it for me. Like, yes, I write the content. Like, that's me behind it all. However, I'm not there posting it all day long. Like, it's just not possible. I wouldn't be able to get any other work done. And she was shocked. She was like, really? I had no idea. I had, and, you know, I had this conversation with, um, my hairdresser the other day too. She was like, yeah, I wondered like how you posted in the group and Facebook and all these things. Like you must have no life. And it's so funny that like that's people's perception is that like I'm always connected and always online. And yes, in some ways I am. However, I work ahead a lot in order to have that freedom, in order to have – um." just that space and that margin in my life, I have to work ahead. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little a little secret here. I don't say secret, the word secret around the girls actually, um, but they're not going to listen to this. And maybe I'll do an episode on that sometime, why we don't use the word secret in our house. Um, but anyways, I am recording this June 30th episode on March 2nd. Okay. 
in order for me to have freedom and abundance and margin and live a slow, not so stressed out and frazzled life as I was living, as you can see in the beginning of this chapter in 2015, I have to plan ahead. And sometimes that means planning a planning my content a full season ahead. So I'm in the midst of having a baby very soon, right? But by the time this airs, that my little baby's going to be a few months old. Um, so anyways, going back to people seeing us and making assumptions, it's really important that we educate our friends and family. And right, because like those two friends had no idea. They just assumed that like I was constantly connected and like always posting. Um, and they had no idea like that business does not have to be that way. And it's funny because when I work with my mastermind clients, the same thing sort of happens. They're like, oh, wow. Like we wondered, we wondered all the time, like how could you get it all done in that little bit of time? Or, you know, how do you juggle it all? And the honest answer is I don't juggle it all. I choose not to, right? And there's trade-offs. We talk about trade-offs all the time too. In order to have that freedom and flexibility, I pay my team. And that, you know, takes part of the profit, um, but it's worth it. It is so worth it. So going back to friends and family on board, um, remember, you are the only person that needs to believe in your dream. And the sooner you can grasp this, and start living by it and not looking for approval from everyone else. And I talk about this in my new book. Um, the more joy and happiness you're going to feel, the more freedom you're going to feel. And here's the other thing. It takes a toll on our friends and family if we put that pressure on them. Like they have to approve of our um, next steps or approve of – um, the next project or whatever it might be, our next life move. We can't put that pressure on them. I've had friends and family put that pressure on me before of like, oh, I need your validation before I say yes to this or before I do this. And it really like, it feels draining for somebody who's receiving that because um, it feels very responsive. You feel like you have this huge responsibility. Um, so by us, owning our businesses and not needing other people on board. We are not only benefiting ourselves, getting ourselves ahead faster, but also benefiting our relationships because we're not putting so much pressure on the people that we love. Like they have to get it because they don't have to get it, right? Like you can say that, you know, you understand motherhood and you um, don't have children, but there's no way to fully understand it unless you do have some type of children, whether it's fur babies or human babies, whatever. Um, you know, the same thing with like an, an illness or loss. Like I cannot fully understand physical illness or loss because I haven't had any major ones in my life. So I can't tell someone that I understand and there's no way that I could understand we can't expect people to understand. So that's what I got for you guys today. I hope that you 
found freedom in this episode. I hope that you can really release this and just step into your own confidence. Um, and for me, my other, the other thing that keeps me going is knowing that I've got God on my side, right? I am allowing him to lead me in the right direction. And if he is giving me wisdom and visions of where I want to go, I'm going to trust that. And I'm going to not need approval from other people. All right. Love you guys. I'll be back here next week for lie number nine. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.